the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. A report says nearly 400 law enforcement officials rushed to a mass shooting that left 21 people dead at a Uvalde Elementary School. Correspondent Ken Lorman says the report adds systemic failures created a chaotic scene that lasted more than an hour before the gunman was finally confronted and killed. The report is the first to criticize both state and federal law enforcement and not just local authorities for the bewildering inaction at Robb Elementary School. The report, written by an investigative committee from the Texas House of Representatives, was released to family members Sunday. According to the report, the gunman fired approximately 142 rounds inside the building, and it is, quote, almost certain that 100 shots came before any officer entered. Ken Lorman reporting. And this is SRN News. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Officer Brandon Tatum. I went to a rally in Tucson, and I was shocked. Trump is saying everything I believe in. None of the people at the rally were racist and white supremacists, like the media said. The protesters were the craziest people I've ever seen. And it woke me up to what was going on politically. And so I made a video, and it went viral. That led me to be more vocal about my political ideas. Sideline Sanity at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Our sister station, TheFishTwinCities.com, is offering up some serious dough so your family can look your very best and feel confident heading into this next school year. Sign up to win the back-to-school sweepstakes, and you'll receive $2,500 towards a wardrobe shopping spree. And if you win, you'll also get to bless someone else with their very own $2,500 shopping spree. So think of a mentor or someone who has helped you and your family in a big way, then register daily for your chance to win at our sister station, thefishtwincities.com. This is AM1280, The Patriot. AM1280, The Patriot. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. But everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. 
So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. What does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker. We are back together this week. Good to have you joining along. Many of you week-to-week listeners, others first-timers. Welcome to all of those new to the show. We talk politics, Israel, and the law every Sunday, and this week, no difference. Uh, We're going to talk politics. Next week, we're going to continue in that vein, and then in a couple of weeks, we're going to shift to Israel. Jot this down with your number two pencil and your yellow pad, which I know you have in front of you, because when you listen to the Victory Hour, you have to have it ready. You can jot down the notes with your number two pencil. Here it is, indeed, and your yellow pad. Computers not needed. They may be busted. They may the technology may not work right. Isn't that uh, something that we're facing day to day as we move through as a technology advanced world? We believe. I stick with the number two pencil and the yellow pad. Never breaks. Always there for me. So jot it down. Uh, next week, we will have Lieutenant Governor Candidate Matt Burke will be joining us on the show. We had uh, Dr. Scott Jensen a number of weeks ago with us. Now it'll be Matt Burke. And uh, in a couple of weeks, so that, that's next week with Matt Burke. In a couple of weeks, we'll have uh, Daniel Ashine will be joining us, Deputy Consul General from the State of Israel to the Midwest here in the United States. He works out of the consulate office in Chicago, and I am hoping to have him on the show to talk about the latest going on in the State of Israel. As you know, they are going to be setting up for their fifth election in the last three years. Five elections in the last three years, and uh, they're trying to survive that tumult, that uh, craziness. We're going to talk to uh, Daniel a little bit about the politics going on in Israel. We'll talk about uh, Middle East geopolitical issues, including the threat from Iran. may talk to our guest today a little bit about that as well. But uh, in terms of uh, the state of Israel and its views of the Iran deal and how we should how we should face off with Iran in the face of our Arab moderate allies in the Middle East, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the economy in Israel as well as the security relationship between the United States and Israel. That's in two weeks with Daniel Ashheim, Deputy General, or Consul General from the State of Israel, will be with us. Today we are joined by a special guest, a good friend of mine, uh, Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz joins 
us. He represents District 46, Senate District 46, which is St. Louis Park, a part of Hopkins, maybe all of Hopkins, but I think it's just a part of Hopkins, Uh, Golden Valley and Plymouth. Uh, a district that he has represented in the state Senate for a number of years. I'm trying to think it's got to be, is it 16 years? Maybe close to 16 years since oh, since oh six, maybe. Yeah. 2006 election. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed that one. And, and before that he was in the house of representatives, uh, Ron, uh, you know, he's a student. He's up on issues. Not everyone at the state legislature is. Ron is. He is on the Judiciary Committee. In fact, ranking member on the Judiciary Committee, a Harvard Law grad himself, understands the issues well, takes different positions than I do, but he's one who we talk often about our disagreement and we learn from one another. So uh, I look forward to the discussion today with my good friend, Ron Latz. Ronnie, good to talk to you on the Victory Hour. Thanks, Andrew. Glad to join you. And don't forget my constituents in Medicine Lake also. Oh, Medicine in the district. Lake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't let to forget about those constituents for sure. Uh, beautiful area over there, Medicine Lake. So, Ron, I... Uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about today in terms of the issues that that uh, uh, the political polarization brings to us. And I want to touch on a number of them. I want to, but I want to start with eh, not Minnesota politics so much and things that you deal with in the uh, state senate. But I was just talking about this and uh, with uh, a few friends of mine terms of how Joe Biden is doing vis-a-vis the Middle East and in particular Iran. It, it looks like he is going to be pushing a deal with Iran and continuing the negotiations with them toward a deal that may well, and at least the critics, but even some of his supporters are saying is a worse deal than the one Barack Obama penned in 2015. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that, whether you think he's going to continue to press it in the face of what I think is bipartisan opposition uh, to the timing, at least the timing of this negotiation. What are your thoughts about that? Well, Andrew, I'm no expert on the Middle East and Iran, uh, and I haven't followed the day to day updates on the substance that they're working on in terms of an agreement. But I will note that Iran has uh, made a lot more advancements in their technology toward nuclear-capable fuel. Um, And that means they're a lot closer to having nuclear weapons. And they are indeed an existential threat to Israel. They have pledged to wipe Israel off the state of the earth. And uh, that suits their ideology, and they fund terrorists um, in southern Lebanon um, and in the Gaza Strip as well. Uh, so uh, Iran really is a threat to Israel, and of course they're, uh, they're a threat to other interests of the United States um, in, the, in the, not only the Middle East, but in other areas of, of Asia uh, as well. So there's proxy war between Saudi Arabia and Iran going on in Yemen. Uh, so I'm, I'm concerned um, about whether or not any kind of a deal would be uh, sufficiently verifiable to make sure that they don't advance to nuclear weapons. Uh, so for me, that's really the key. Could we trust them? To uh, and can we verify that they in fact don't have some, uh, you know, side hidden scientific advancements going on that uh, would completely undermine the deal anyway? Well, you know, it makes sense. It's one of the topics that Ron and I, in large part, uh, agree on. Uh, The protection of uh, the state of Israel as an important security ally for the United States. It creates additional protection for our soldiers. And it's like in uh, 
an Air Force carrier in the sea uh, that we don't have to send because we have Israel as such a critical ally. And they are important for our strategic uh, foundation here in the United States. Ron Latz with us, state senator uh, here in the state of Minnesota, District 46. And we're going to be talking to Ron on the other side of this short break. Make sure to stay with us. We're going to talk uh, inflation. We're going to talk economy, taxes. And then we're going to get into some issues that Ron knows quite a bit about, and that is uh, law and order, the rule of law, and how we're dealing with that in the state of Minnesota. Are we being effective or not? Do you feel safe or not? We'll probably talk about gun control as well. And maybe some of the Supreme Court decisions that came down in the last term, big ones. Stay with us. Don't miss it. It'll be chock full of excitement. We'll be right back after this short. Go to ParkerDK.com. ParkerDK.com, where you'll learn about the premier litigation law firm downtown Minneapolis. Stay with us. M1280, The Patriot. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high quality sleep, which translates into high quality living. And there's nothing better for high quality sleep than My Pillow Sleep Goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. Hi, Tim O from the Kingdom Builders Roofing here. We've all been through some tough times in the past, and it's easy to get discouraged, especially when we feel alone or have no one to talk to or feel like no one loves us. Yes, we know that our Heavenly Father loves us so much that He sent His own Son, Jesus, to take our sin penalty on the cross. But it's good to remember that God created us for fellowship and togetherness. In Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, Paul wrote, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. If you're looking for fellowship or friendship, can I encourage you to get plugged into a solid Bible teaching church with other broken yet redeemed people? Your heart will be encouraged with new friends and a closer walk with God. After all, it was God who said in Genesis, it is not good for us to be alone. If you have any questions about this or other scripture, Feel free to give us a call at 612-900-9166 or drop us a line at thekingdombuilders.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. You are listening to the Victory Hour. 
And we do have a beat to the show, indeed, every week. You know, you can listen live every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m., 1280 a.m., The Patriots. Or if you miss 4 to 5 on 1280, you can go to Freedom 1570 from 6 to 7, and it's replayed. So if you missed any of the splendid, splendid, brilliance, 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 you can catch it later on in the evening, six to seven on Freedom fifteen seventy. And of course, there are different ways to listen in. Uh, you can live stream coast to coast, and we have them coast to coast, uh, even across. The little pond there to England. You see that British Open this morning? I won't tell you who won. Wow, fantastic. It's just fantastic. Uh, also, all the way to the state of Israel. We have uh, regular listeners in the state of Israel who live stream. You can uh, follow us on Facebook, and you should. You'll see it all happening on Facebook. And, of course, the Andrew Parker podcast loaded every Monday for you, archived. You can get it anytime. So if you want to listen to Diamond and Silk on the Victory Hour, you can check back. You can go listen to that episode. It was a good one, I'll tell you. Today we're talking to Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz. Next week we're going to have Matt Burke, Lieutenant Governor candidate on, and in a couple of weeks the Deputy Consul General from the State of Israel will be on the show. So make sure to jot that down. Uh, Ron, I, uh, you know, as, as we broke on the other side of that break, I uh, indicated I wanted to talk a little bit more about some domestic policy issues and you know this this is one of those issues that i uh you know i i don't want to create polarization about but i have such a a caring really as as many republicans do who have conservative fiscal policy in their blood and who believe it to really be the the right prescription for a healthy economy uh, uh, is that to take care of the poor, the impoverished, to really fight getting rid of poverty, uh, you need to have all groups employed at the highest level possible at a good wage uh, and being able to spend their money to drive the economy, to drive GDP, and to grow a bigger pie so that everyone can enjoy the fruits of this wonderful republic. And to do that, the prescription that has worked has been reduction in regulation reduction in taxes causing an increase in employment and investment, keeping inflation down and keeping employment up. Now, that's not what we are seeing today as we have inflation at levels that we haven't seen Hardly in our lifetime, maybe back to college uh, when Jimmy Carter was around. Uh, and it is being it is threatening to move into stagflation where we hit a recession while we are in an inflationary uh, price and cost environment. And everything that Joe Biden seems to be doing does not seem to be working almost to the point where it looks like he's doing it intentionally to drive an underclass in the United States. Now I am not suggesting that he is, I don't believe he is, uh, at all, but it is uh, a level of competence. I don't want to say incompetence, but it's such a low level that, uh, it causes concern across the electorate. What say you? 
Well, it might not surprise you, Andrew, to hear that I agree with your conclusion. Uh, first of all, it, it wouldn't be President Biden's best interest uh, to in any way perpetuate inflation or to drive a lower class uh, in the economy because it would, uh, it would drive voters away from Democrats. Uh, setting aside the politics, of course, is, is the whole purpose of, of you know, the president and the government is to try to, to use the levers that are available to them to help the economy function well. Uh, the fact is government doesn't control the economy. Government has some tools they can use. The primary way to fight inflation is a tool that the Federal Reserve has, and that's also a limited tool, and that has to do with uh, interest rates. Um, and those interest rate changes only affect the sectors of the economy that are affected by interest rates in particular, which are typically not services. They have more to do with goods. Uh, the, uh, the main driver of inflation right now seems to be uh, gas prices uh, and, and food. And gas prices in particular are an international global market, which our country has very little specific control over. So the, the, uh, the market fluctuates on an international level. And food prices are being driven um, internationally, certainly, uh, by the, uh, the war of aggression from Russia against Ukraine, which are the number one and number two exporters of grain products uh, to the world. And grain, of course, is a foundation for many food products. So uh, neither of those major drivers of inflation can be controlled by the United States government. Uh, with the- Ron, so- what do you what do you what do you say about well, first in terms of whether whether you know the government can control things? I think Bill Clinton might disagree with you, as he took a ton of credit uh, for uh, driving one of the best economies the United States had ever seen. And quite frankly, uh, myself, having voted for Bill Clinton twice, twice. Uh, I think he's right. He was, however, a fiscal conservative, particularly for a Democrat. He was a fiscal conservative. But I wanted to ask you, don't you think, just one example, I could list many, but I'm just going to list one. Pouring trillions of dollars into the economy has something to do with inflation. Now, that was both Donald Trump under his watch was the first trillion six or whatever it was. And then another couple, two and a half trillion poured in by Biden. And he wanted to do another one. But luckily, uh, Joe Manchin stood in the way of that. But don't you think that has some effect on inflation? Well, certainly there's some impact there. Um, and uh, those efforts were specifically to avoid recession and to help people who are losing jobs due to the pandemic uh, get through uh, the pandemic. So we're kind of in uncharted territory uh, here. We're coming out of, you know, a, a, not out of the pandemic, but we're, uh, certainly the economy has managed to get through as a whole. A lot of people have still been left in a lot of distress, but we've recovered all of the jobs that were lost uh, during uh, the pandemic. And uh, services were not were affected during the pandemic in a way that goods were not. And services tend not to drive inflation. Uh, we have the lowest unemployment rate that we've had in Minnesota. I think uh, we're at record uh, low unemployment rate. Uh, so is it the, certainly investments by government, um, you know, does affect inflation and demand and the ability of supply? To meet things, we have the supply chain. The global supply chain has been affected by the pandemic, and that has also driven some of the inflation. Uh, so I think we're in uncharted territory here in a lot of ways. And I would say that, you know, yes, President Clinton took a lot of credit for the, the booming economy when he was president. And politicians generally t- tend to take more credit than they deserve and get blamed for more than they deserve in terms of blame when things aren't going well either. Uh, so, I think I would uh, mitigate on both ends of that the, the impact that government can have over the economy. Certainly, they try. And that's what we're there for: is to try to do it right. We're talking with Ron Latz, 
Minnesota State Senator for St. Louis Park and some of the surrounding cities west of, just west of the city of Minneapolis. Wonderful community. The community that I grew up in, uh, just west of St. Louis Park. And we're talking about... The economy, and we're going to continue to talk domestic policy issues, gas prices, as mentioned by Ron, we'll talk about on the other side of the break, along with crime and some of the recent Supreme Court decisions. So make sure to stay with us. It is the victory hour. And you know what? If you miss out at all, you can listen in from five, from uh, what, six to seven on Freedom 1570, or pick us up on the podcast, the Andrew Parker podcast. But for now, stay with us. We'll be right back. And write this down, 651-289-4488. With your number two pencil, give us a call. We're live. Stay with us. M1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY for 66% off. by Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz, Democrat, Democratic Senator from the West Coast suburbs, ranking member of Judiciary Committee. 
And I will tell you, we're having an interesting discussion as we talk about whether the government can impact the economy through decisions that they make. I think we agree that they can to some extent. I agree that they, uh, I believe that they can much more than uh, Ron does. And I would suggest that we reduce regulation, reduce taxes, reduce spending, and it'll mean low unemployment, higher wages, and lower inflation. That's a prescription. Donald Trump did that. You might remember. You might not like Donald Trump, but pretty good economy in 2019 and of course the democrats said ah oh, that's not possible eight years of barack obama he couldn't get the economy where trump got it in a year and a half where trump got it in a year and a half now the democrats will say well that's because obama set it up for him it's just coincidental okay and now it's a complete disaster. Well, it's because of the pandemic. And no doubt about that, that is a uncharted territory, as Ron Latz indicated on the other side of the break. But uh, that doesn't mean we are helpless. And we don't need to make matters worse, of course. So let's shift to uh, gas prices. You may you may not remember this, but 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 I, uh, I checked this out. November... Third of 2020. Why is that an important date? That was the election date. All right. On election day, gas prices were $2.11. Uh, on January 20th, 2021, that's inauguration day. Joe Biden took over and gas prices were $2.39. Now, why do you think Joe Biden is making policy to shut down small oil distributors and refusing to meet with big oil. That's good for his base. I mean, his base doesn't like these oil guys at all. But it sure might help the economy. What say you, Ron Latz? Well, I don't think I would personally rule out meeting with anyone that I thought would be helpful to address gas prices. Um, I think there's a fair question whether or not a big oil is taking advantage of some of the turmoil in the markets um, and raising gas prices uh, as an opportunity to profiteer uh, rather than merely passing costs on. And one reason I say that uh, is that there's, uh, you know, it takes us several months between the time that crude oil is bought on the world market and it becomes gasoline for our vehicles and shows up at the pump. Yet, we saw crude oil prices jump uh, because of the international markets, um, and we saw the prices at the pump jumping in tandem with that. So there's no way the costs made it through the pipeline uh, that quickly. Uh, there were profiteering going on along the way, and uh, that's pretty frustrating um, for those of us who are at the pump. Uh, now, if they can... Uh, change the dynamic by talking to big oil, that'd be great, but it wouldn't be in big oil's best interest to change that either because they're making a lot of money uh, right now uh, with gas prices being high. Well, those that I uh, talk to in the industry indicate they are wanting to drill baby drill, which, of course, was the saying, a very anti-environmental saying, according to the Democrats on the left who don't who want to end fossil fuels. Uh, but during the years of uh, Trump and before Barack Obama, that was something that was done and done and it correlated really to gas prices in a lot of respects, but you know, the, uh, the more oil that is sold, there's profits, or if you sell less and you drive up the price, it's a supply and demand product for sure. For sure. Uh, the profits may not be as great. Uh, so I don't know if it's in the interest of big oil to, sit back and uh, not drill if they were given the opportunity to. Well, keep in mind, Andrew, that 
And we've got, um, you know, the war that affects the gas prices quite a bit. And Russia is a huge supplier um, of, uh, of oil and gas on the international and global markets. And so that's been affected uh, quite substantially uh, because of their aggression in Ukraine. Uh, the president, you know, has, has talked about opening up some additional drilling uh, and has taken steps to do that. But that is a long, long-term issue. And frankly, if we had moved beyond, uh, you know, the uh, reliance on fossil fuels and got more dependent on renewable energy a long time ago, our economy would not be as vulnerable to international uh, spikes in gas prices. And of course, President Biden was just in Saudi Arabia where uh, he was talking with um, the Saudis trying to get them to increase their oil production, which in the short term uh, would certainly have a beneficial effect on the global markets, reduce the prices. Yeah, no, that's a good reminder uh, that we do have Saudi friends or enemies, however, depending on how you look at it, that we apparently are somewhat beholden to as well as Russian enemies, I think everyone agrees that we are somewhat beholden to when they get into a war or engage as they have that impacts the flow of oil from them. Uh, Although during Donald Trump's time, I know you've probably heard the refrain, you may not agree with it, but in large part, the United States was energy independent and had really pushed toward that. Now, when I had Angie Craig on the show, she said, yes, but we were not clean energy independent. And, you know, that's the that's the point. And that might, in fact, be the rub. There's a disagreement about the importance of being energy independent and being clean energy independent. And it may be that Joe Biden's policies are driven by the clean energy independent concept which means five bucks at the pump. Let's talk a minute about law and order, something you know a lot about, uh, being you know the head for the Democratic Party in the Senate, in the Minnesota Senate, on the Judiciary Committee. Uh, how are we doing vis-a-vis crime in Minnesota? Well, we've obviously seen uh, a spike in crime in, in certain parts of the state. It uh, was generated in part by the pandemic, and this has been a spike that we've seen around the country, not just in Minnesota. It was amplified to some extent by the George Floyd murder in Minneapolis um, and the reaction of communities to that. Um, and uh, it's certainly been affected by uh, the exodus of um, quite a few law enforcement officers from certain Departments um, that uh, that followed um, the the debate, the criticism, the concerns about how law enforcement handled uh, crime enforcement, law enforcement um, in the cities and across the state. My own view um, is that it's not isolated in Minneapolis or St. Paul. It is a statewide issue. It is a national issue. So we have national trends that we're dealing with here as well. Uh, so you can't just look at Minnesota policies, but ultimately, I think you need to have a robust law enforcement presence um, on the streets and among the investigators to solve crimes when they happen. I think you need to have um, a uh, confidence of the communities where the crime victims are, where the crimes are occurring, so that they will share the information they have with law enforcement investigators. Um, and that confidence stems uh, in substantial part from making sure law enforcement is accountable uh, for uh, where they are doing things wrong. Um, and uh, this is a long-term issue. You know, ultimately, the real long-term solution is investment in jobs, in education, um, in uh, after-school programs, um, in helping keep kids in school um, and learning to read. Uh, because those are the long-term factors that will give uh, kids and young adults where most of the crime is being committed alternatives to do and uh, better things for their time and, and, frankly, ways to be productive members of society. 
There is just another example of Ron Latz and I agreeing on the long-term solutions. Uh, education, no question about it. Family, I would add to that. Uh, programs uh, early in, in one's educational life. Uh, preschool programs, as well as after school, later in life, learning to read, all of those things critical. I, uh, on the other side of this short break, I'm going to ask Ron Latz about his district and whether crime has seeped out. He's, he's in the adjacent area west of the city of Minneapolis, whether it is stopping at the border or become an issue beyond. Ron Latz, just to reiterate, I believe is against the defund the police movement. He did not support it, I believe, but he can speak to that. Uh, But he has said that he believes in a robust presence of police officers, which makes sense to me. Law and order, have people follow the law, and victims' rights. What about victims' rights? Nobody's talking about victims. The last 10 years we talk about crime. You hear very little about victims. And maybe we ought to start focusing on victims rather than the criminals. And uh, taking care of victims and working with them and law enforcement. We're going to talk a little more about that on the other side of this break with Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz, who joins us today on the Victory Hour. Jot this down. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. 651-289-4488. Give us a call. Again, if we have time, we'll get you on the air. Go to ParkerDK.com during this short break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. M1280, The Patriot. A record of success, second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that. And that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. The creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. 
That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Joined today by ranking member of the Judiciary Committee in the Minnesota State Senate, Ron Latz. Ron, thanks again for being with us today. Interesting discussion. Let's talk a little bit more about crime. What's going on in your district out there in the 46th? Are you hearing uh, more calls regarding uh, crime and what can we do? Or is it pretty much uh, standard fare? No, as far as I'm aware, we have not seen the spikes in, uh, in crime. There's a little bit of concern um, in the neighborhoods. Uh, there's a worry because the headlines, of course, are metro-wide. Uh, but in terms of the actual crime statistics happening in our community, I'm not aware that there's been a uh, significant increase um, in activity uh, and risk for the people who live in my area. And you're not a defund the policer. Am I right on I am, that? I am not. I am not. I think we need to smartly fund the police. I think we need to make sure the police that are um, on the streets are, uh, are well-trained. Um, and that means not just in how to handle a firearm. It also means trained to intervene in crises, uh, trained how to de-escalate, uh, trained uh, when to chase and not to chase, um, trained in, in the community relations that help solve crimes. And I think we also need to make smart investments in things that our police are not best suited to do. I mean, it, it's been easy to call 911 and say, hey, we got a problem. And the standard response has been send out the cops. But sometimes the better response is send out a social worker, send out a mental health crisis team. Um, if, and uh, that might be a way of avoiding escalation. It might be what addresses the reason the call came in in the first place. And our police officers simply aren't trained to do everything to solve every problem in society. And we have to recognize that. And they recognize that. And they want to be able to use their skill sets professionally. And for those who aren't able to do that, uh, we enough need transparency, enough, transparency, enough discipline within the agencies uh, to either retrain those officers or tell those officers they need to find a different line of work. You know, let's talk for a minute about the U.S. Supreme Court cases that uh, recently came down. We'll probably only be able to touch on the abortion case, the Dobbs case. The U.S. Supreme Court determined that uh, right to an abortion is not actually in the United States Constitution as Roe versus Wade had said it was, i.e. a 50-year mistake. Uh, and they did not read it into the Constitution and the privacy clauses of the Constitution. That throws the matter back to the states. It does not outlaw abortions. It allows the states to determine how to handle the issue. As you know, anything that is not in the Constitution is reserved for the states. Now, you are a state senator who has been handed a significant responsibility. How does the issue look to you? Well, I, I would recharacterize uh, the outcome of the decision a little bit. Uh, Andrew, I would say it, it throws the issues back to the legislative branch, both in federal government and in state and in the states. Uh, so Congress does have the authority to pass statutes that address these policy questions, uh, whether and when there should be um, abortions allowed or restrictions imposed on the accessibility to abortions. In the states, it would be a matter of the state legislatures and the state constitutions. Minnesota uh, has a, uh, a long-standing uh, Minnesota Supreme Court decision interpreting the Minnesota Constitution to grant rights to abortion access. And that will remain the case. We also have some statutes that place some limitations on access to abortions. Um, and so what would come into our laps in the state Senate 
would be efforts to change those statutes um, or to add statutes that broaden the statutory right in the event that there were to be a change in the Minnesota Supreme Court decisions. Uh, other states are going to have, uh, you know, those same issues come up. Uh, their legislatures will have the right to pass statutes that codify Roe versus Wade or that don't take the opposite direction and, and prohibit abortions, as we've seen a lot of states have done or had statutes on the books that were waiting for Roe to be overturned so they have taken effect. And their state Supreme Courts will also have the ability to interpret their own state constitutions. You know, it's going to be a big you know, issue, be a big issue coming, up coming up in 20, uh, well, in November of this year, and certainly a big issue still, I believe, in 2024. You know, I uh, was looking the other day with a couple of friends about how the Republicans might put up a candidate, who it might be, uh, but we were also talking about the Democratic Party. And how the presidential race looks for the Democrats. What are your thoughts about national politics and the presidential race for the Democratic Party? Well, if you're talking about the presidential race in 2024, we have a sitting president who's a Democrat. If he chooses to run for re-election, I think the party will line up behind him. Um, if you, you do? Choose, okay. you choose, I do. There may be some internal challenges. It wouldn't be a surprise. We, we have had a history of some of that. But um, I think if he chooses to run, now, that's a different question. You know, Is there going to be pressure from inside the party at some point for him not to run? And there's already conversation going on about that. There's some governors that are in the mix. Of course, there's Vice President Harris. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, talk. And there are others, you know, who ran before who might be interested. Um, if there's an, so if he does, if he decides not to run, not to run, not to run, and he's not in the picture, not in the picture, not in the picture. Who do you think is a strong candidate? Candidate to take the mantle. To take the mantle. To take the mantle. Oh, I think we have a number of candidates that uh, would be in a good position uh, to do that. Uh, of course, was uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, um, who was. Uh, strong, articulate, strong, articulate uh, a person in their own right. right. Um, and uh, there's uh, a number of the other candidates that ran last time um, that lost in the primary process to uh, President Biden. Um, there are some governors um, as well that uh, might have some interest in that too. And you'll have a bit of a battle, I suspect, between more moderate parts and the more liberal parts of the Democratic Party. Um, just as you saw in the last round. Yeah, there. Uh, that was was quite a train wreck. And and then uh, a few years before that, a train wreck on the Republican side. Uh, what about 16, 17 running for the R's? It was over 20, I think, for the Dems, wasn't it? So hopefully we can focus it down, get some good candidates on both sides that can bring the discussion into sensibility that people uh, can rally around our president again the way it used to be many, many years ago. Not everybody, certainly, and there's always been polarization, but not at the level that it's at today. Ron Latz, thank you very much for joining us on the Victory Hour today. Uh, Excellent time with you as always, and I hope to have you on again soon. My pleasure, Andrew. Thank you very much. That is Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz. He is ranking member of the Judiciary Committee here in the Minnesota State Senate. Join us next week when we will have Lieutenant Governor Candidate Matt Burke on the Victory Hour. And until then, have a great week. Parker Daniels Keys Council. Winning results. For more information, go to ParkerDK.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.